0: And Speed Robertson throw away on the schooner Golden Star, commanded by notorious Captain Klein, and having as passengers Black Pete and Digger Dawson. As the vessel sails into tropical waters, the two boys are discovered and taken ashore by Pete and Dawson to be done away with. In a desperate struggle, they overpower their captors and get away, only to discover Ezra Whitcomb, the old seaman they long have sought. Whitcomb begins to explain his presence on the lonely coast when Pete and Dawson return, accompanied by some soldiers. The boys learn to their astonishment that they have landed on the coast of Cuba. And the commandant, Capitan Marino, demands that they produce the permits required for entering a foreign country. This the boys are unable to do, and are promptly thrown in jail. Black Pete, claiming that Whitcomb deserted from the schooner, is given custody of the old gentleman and disappears, with Dawson. It is now the following day. Jimmy, Steve, and Dick Butterfield, government operatives who had accompanied them, Spent a night in the Cuban prison. Here they are now. Oh, we've got to do something, Butterfield. This is a no I have never been in a dirtier place in my life. let like Oh, boy, it's terrible. Well, I don't like it any more than you do. If you can think of any way to get us out of this hole, I'll put in with you. We've got to get the American Council. Oh, I know, I know. We've been over that a thousand times. Fellas, there's no use getting mixed up. know there's no use getting mixed up. Fellas, there's no use getting mixed there's no use getting me. Great. Guns, man, we can't stay here forever. Hold it, sir. What's the matter? I got it. That's the 4,286 cockroaches I've killed. Oh. <laughs> You're getting to be an expert, Jim. Well, I didn't know there were so many cockroaches in the world. Hey, when do we eat? Oh. he want some more of that swell, fanny food they just out last night, huh? Oh, boy, I, I wouldn't see that stuff... Well, as much as I hate him, I wouldn't even feed it a black sheep. No, no. I couldn't hate anyone that much. Well, in my batting around the world for the Department of Justice, I've been in some dirty holes. But never anything like this. And we still got ourselves in a nice fix. Bigger Dawson, and black sheep get away stock suit. And take Ezra for some wooden. While we sit here playing tag with the cockroaches. You know, if I only had a rubber band and some paper, I could really have some fun with these things. Oh, no. I'll be here. Let's see. All right, George, someone's coming in. Yes, I see them. Well, boys, I wish you'd like to get out of here, wouldn't you? Well, rather. Oh, boy. Come on. Come on. Open the door. Toto. Toto. Oh, boy. What's going on? How are you, fellas? My name is Gibbs. I'm the American consul here. Oh, we are glad to see you, Mr. Gibbs. Oh, you're right. That's My name is Butterfield. I'm with the Department of Justice. Oh, uh, really? Well, I'm glad to know you. Uh, this is Steve Robertson. Glad to know you, Robertson. Needless to say, I'm overjoyed to meet you. And this is Jimmy Allen, Mr. Gibbs. Jimmy Allen, the aviator? Well, well, we seem to have some distinguished visitors here, eh? Mighty glad to meet you, Mr. Gibbs. nasty place in there, Hey, eh, That doesn't even begin to describe it. Well, come on, boys, let's get over to my office. It's just down the street here, a few doors. Uh, you mean we're actually free? Oh, yes, yes, sir. And your office is just a couple of doors from where we were? Small place, just Everything's right here on the plaza. Oh, gosh, if we'd only known that. And here we spent a night in that I'm sorry I didn't know about a screamer. Well, here we are. Step inside. Oh, gee, it feels great to breathe this fresh air. Oh, boy, I hope I don't have to spend any more time in the jails down here. Yeah, very inconvenient. (laughs) Sit down. Make yourself comfortable. Some cigars and cigarettes over there. Oh, yes, sir. Help yourself with some cool drinking water. I guess you'll appreciate that after a night in the hood gown. Oh, say, this is great. Yes, sir. This is something amazing. Oh, boy. All right, boys. Now what's the trouble? What are you doing down here in this part of Cuba, locked up in the jailhouse? Uh Steve, you go ahead and tell him the story. I'll do my best. Did Senor Marino tell you anything? Yes, he came in here about a half an hour ago and said he had three Americans locked up. Half an hour ago? Well, tell me a beat back. And here we asked him yesterday afternoon to see the American consul at once. That quick work for the tropics, my boy. Just took him 24 hours. Yeah, yeah, that's practically instantaneous. Well, well go on with your story. Did Marina tell you why we were locked up? Oh, yes. Said you'd entered Cuba without a permit. Now, what are you fellas doing down here anyway? Uh, you say you're with the Department of Justice, Mr. Butterfield. Uh, that's right. Uh, Jimmy Allen and myself are pilots for National Airways. Yes, I've heard of both of you. A short while ago, a man was murdered on one of our ships. We have reason to believe that two men are implicated in that murder. A sailor called Blackfeet and a pilot called the bigger daughter. Murder, eh? Well, that's interesting. we traced these two men to a schooner tied up in a Brooklyn harbor. A schooner called the Golden Star. Uh-huh. The government assigned us a bubble to the case, and he shipped aboard the schooner. Jimmy and I took aboard and stowed away. And the schooner is slipped out of the harbor, I take it. That's just what happened. These two men are looking for an old fellow named Ezra Whistler. And so are we. We were finally discovered aboard the schooner to a store about a mile down the coast, but so we got away from Pete and Digger and discovered Whitting. Did you ever hear of Mr. Whitting? Never heard of him. No. I guess you know the rest. Marino arrested us and Sullivan so here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to laugh at your discomforts, my friend, but it looks like Black Pete and the Dawson fellas stole a march on you. Yeah, they did that. We admit. Now, what we want to know is how can we get them into custody? Well, boys, you're up against a tough proposition. I can tell you that right now. I know the schooner Golden Star and that blackguard Klein, who's a master. He's sailed in these waters for years under half a dozen different means. A crime will do anything for money. There isn't a crime on the calendar too low for him as long as he paid. But he's a sly rascal and sick as a pot. He's smuggled, and a run-runner, and he's even suspected of running aliens into the state. But they've never been able to catch him with the goods. Is it true that the boat is under Cuban registry? It is that. Now, Marino had a perfect right to throw you into jail. You were aliens entering this country without passports or permits of any kind and that's against the law. I we can see that. Now, how can we get a hold of the Golden Star and see the crew? When Marino <coughs> told me this story I went down to the harbor and talked with the officer in charge of immigration at this port. Had he seen her? He put in here late yesterday afternoon, took on some provisions and some water, and set sail. Where's he? from Jamaica. But that doesn't mean a thing. Trying to say he was going to sail straight for the North Pole if he thought he'd profit by it. I'll counterfound it, it. No, it's going to make it bad. Why not send a radio and have one of our revenue cutters start looking for it? Now, wait a minute now, young man. As you see, that if you had a free reign in this matter, the United States and the Republic of Cuba would be at war in another week. Yeah, there's some tricky angles to this case now. I don't see why. Now, look here, my boy. We can send out warships, stop vessels on the high seas, and throw their crew in irons. That was tried once, and we had a little war about it. Don't you remember? Yes, <laughs> that, that's right. Now, what's your advice on this matter, Mr. Gibbs? Well, sir, so you in a difficult position. I don't doubt the least that the men you're looking for are aboard the Golden Star. And if their friends are flying, it's a nod on, bet that they're indicated in murder. But do you mean the say you can't touch them because they're on a foreign boat? Well, yes and no. In the first place, our State Department in Washington would have to make a formal request to the Cuban Embassy for the apprehension and seizure of those men. That would take a considerable amount of time. Yeah, yes, that's right. And in the second place, the State Department would not take any action unless there was some definite proof that these men are the fellows you're looking for. Now, can you offer such evidence? Well, uh, the evidence we have at the present time is rather flimsy. That's just what I thought. Then, in the third place, after this request finally reached Cuban official form, it might take a considerable amount of time to find the gold you saw. Yes, and by that time, Blackfeet and Vicar Dawson will probably not be aboard. No, there you are. Yeah, it's not like a hopeless proposition, doesn't it? Well, it's not hopeless, but when you get tangled up in international law and get a red tape, it takes time. Uh, you say you don't think you have a good case against these fellows, eh? Well, I doubt if the state department would ask unless we could produce more evidence. No well, boy, my advice, too, is to go back to the states and get that evidence. In the meantime, I'll ask the Cuban authorities to keep an eye on the golden star and if there's any legal cause to hold the men you're looking for. Well, can we get back to the States without a lot of trouble? I've arranged for that. Pan-American Airways maintains a radio and meteorological station here. So there's a ship due over here in a few minutes, and I ask the radio operator to have the pilot land and pick up the zone. Oh, Jesus, Mr. Goods, that's certainly nice of you. Oh, yes, and certainly a that. Well, that's part of my job looking after Americans. You think we'd better go right back to the States, huh? Eh? That's my advice. Because I think you will see neither hide nor hair of the golden star for some time. Those fellows know you're after them, and they will steer clear of Cuba. Yes, I think you're right. Does this uh, planship go direct to Miami? No, stop in Havana first. We reach Miami sometime tomorrow, unless we make a direct connection to Havana. Well, it's certainly much advice you, Mr. Gibbs, for getting us out of this mess. Oh, not at all, not at all. The three fellas, you mentioned a while ago, a man by the name of Whiston. What does he have to do with this thing? Well, you see, that's a very strange angle to the whole affair. We learned that. Thanks. There's the ship, dog. Yeah, that's the Pan American plane now. we would better be getting down to the harbor. All right, come on, let's go. Chris the cord walks beyond the plaza. I see the ship coming in now. Boy, oh boy. The big ship. Yeah, we jumped through here right on the He's been involved in the people under arrest. We haven't been able to find out just how. Well, it looks like we won't now. That keeps running fast in the list. Only a footman has deserted the Golden Star, and the Arena turned him over to Dawson. You don't think footman dreamed of the Cutthroat Stones? No, on the contrary. You can find trying to avoid them, and wrote up a letter asking for our help. That's strange. Looks like you're up against a Batman murder mystery. Yeah, well, and we're getting nowhere fast with it. There's an arborist, and a fat trip. Isn't she a beauty? Well, boys, good luck to you. I'll do all I can. It looks to me as though you're up against a hopeless proposition. Jimmy, Steve, and Dick Butterfield board the swift clipper ship and start back to the state. Their gallant attempt to rescue Ezra Whitcomb and unravel the murder mystery has ended in failure. What will be their next move? Don't fail to tune in on Jimmy Allen's next day of adventure for some startling development.